Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 314, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, when life throws at you twists and turns, shout out, just swirl. Why? Because every twist and turn can count. And she also says, we were created for a time just as this. It's not time to sink back, to step back and go under the doona cover. It is time to rise and to rise with the word of the Lord upon our lips, the fire of God in our belly and the two-edged sword of his word in our hands. And joining me on today's show is Marie Cutler-Naroba. Marie, she is a multi-potentialite, a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's a business strategist and a coach, a writer, a child protection advocate. She's also the founder of the Deborah Conference and the founder of Women Echo Him Collective and supporting partner Barnabas Legacy Children's Dream Foundation. Now on today's show, Marie is going to share Embrace, who he has created you to be. She's going to talk about be faithful to use what is in your hand, whether that's one, two or five talents, as well as God's got it in basketfuls. All he asks for us to do is to do the possible and he'll do the impossible. So welcome to the show, Marie. Thank you so much, Marie. This uh, topic comes at such an important time. I mean, embracing who he was meant to be whilst also going through trials and tribulations, you know, all over the world. We are in a very different world than mm. uh, Six six months ago, so life has certainly thrown us and continues in some in instances in Melbourne here. We're back in lockdown, twists and turns. But I love the way you said, just swirl. Why? Because every twist <laughs> can count. Mm. This morning I was reading um, and, and actually wrote it in my journal about, you know, how trials and tribulations can be what the Lord uses to, to build our resilience mm. muscle so that, you know, we realise that we shouldn't rely on our own strength and, you know, he can take us far further than we ever yeah. hoped. So mm. share a little bit about kind of the work that you're doing and maybe even some of the stories or maybe one or two little stories that because I think often where we speak into is where we've been and we can provide mm. insights and hope and possibility for others too mm. Stories. So, share a little bit about Marie and 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 where you've been and 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 why you're passionate about this particular topic. Sure. Thanks, Anne Marie. So, currently, I'm uh, living up in um, Kununurra, which is northwest Australia, and primarily involved in a role of uh, business coaching with um, Aboriginal mobs. So, working in the Aboriginal communities up here. Um, with those who uh, are low income or are wealthy dependent 
and uh, helping them get into a business. So, yeah, something I um, absolutely delight in and, and find much joy uh, just to be able to pull out pe people's potential to find that business dream in their heart and then begin to, to step them through little by little. Yes. Um, though, you know, not too many would probably know about, about the Kimberley, but it's an area that's um, had a lot of trauma um, over the years. There's a lot of challenges around intergenerational trauma. And so even though people may uh, try to go forward in life, there can often be a number of barriers in the way. So it's an absolute privilege to work alongside the people I do just to say, well, yep, we've got this barrier or this, this skill you may not have but uh, let's see what we can we can do about that. I know that that, you know, draws from my own background. So originally coming from New Zealand and um, my career as a secondary school teacher for about 10 years, then um, in the area of child protection law for five or six years, and then went into my own um, business in New Zealand, consulting and coaching in the area of business and legal training, et cetera. And... I love doing that work where you, you find someone at point A, whatever their point A might be, and moving them to point B. And so many of us, and I find um, particularly women, have been through a lot in life. Um, there's many stories and challenges that make up who we are, and part of my story is um, you know, quite a dysfunctional home base that I came from, and then in my teenage years having um, anorexia and challenge around, challenges around self-esteem and confidence and then later in life, um, you know, just having some further personal heartbreak. But in those times, um, knowing that God is well able, knowing that um, God doesn't fail us or forsake us, came a, um, a Christian in my um, late teens and my testimony is he is faithful and he can take all those things we've been through and weave them together for his good and it's all those challenges and trials and tribulations and things that we go to that then shape who we are and have been created to be and if we totally embrace that then who we are then becomes a gift in where we might find ourselves like I never thought that I'd be in remote northwest Australia but here I am and I thank God what have I got in my hand that I can use for your you know kingdom purposes yeah, yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Because so often we'll, when we're right in the midst of a trial, we can so often think that we're the only ones that have gone through this or why mm. we? Uh, and, you know, sometimes we have to be very mindful about what we pray for. And we, and we sing about, you know, I want to develop faith. I want to, your will. I'm just reading a, a Bible study at the moment is when we pray for your God's will, some of the God's will is going to, re, you know, require stripping back labels, to, to, you know, getting rid of pride and, and ego mm. and like that and so you know some of the the trials and tribulations we are going through through will often if we trust it to and and have faith and we're going to talk about this in a moment it will bring us through and give us what we need what we've always been searching for but we can be that voice for someone else that hope so to fulfill what mm. we have been destined to to fulfill you mm. know and what he's destined us to be. And I love the way that you have said. So we're going to weave that throughout the conversation today. Mm, you know, right. 
who he has created you to be. And I love the way that you have brought in uh, Psalm 139. He formed you in your mother's womb, each of your days written before they yet were. Wouldn't it be great? Well, in some instances, some of the things that were written, God would say, you know what, here's what the future will hold. But you know what, I'm often reminded is if we know what's in the future, then why do we need faith? Why do we need faith? And sometimes that takes Share a little bit more. What has that meant for you? What what insights do you want to share about how we I can? Think yeah, I think I've grown in my inside of that of that verse because, like you said, if we knew about the future and knew about those days that God has written, we'd probably go, "Well, excuse me, God, where's the eraser? You know, I'll just rub <laughs> that out and I'll and I'll write something else um, instead." But at those times, particularly, you know, of disappointment and of heartache, it's resting back in him and leading hard, leaning hard into him and knowing that he's got my days. And if he's got my days, then that um, anxiety and that fear doesn't have to be there, that that hope I can continue to uh, have in him because, you know, we're, you know, we're human. So at a very practical level, you know, those emotions can get in the way and, and as I've gone through life and you look back at things that have happened and when you're going through them, like you said, you think, but I don't think I can get through this. I don't think I can, Lord, I'm so broken. I'm not sure how I can, you know, ever get back together. But you find yourself two, five, ten years later and you reflect back and you're just like, wow, God, you've, you've used that. You've worked it together for your good, um, just as I have learnt to find peace out of that situation and to know that disappointments can become his appointments. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm very much someone that needs to know, but I've I've had to <laughs> just – but then if we knew everything, then, like you said, where does faith come in? So, um, yeah, trusting in him, leaning on him, and uh, it's just – I'm just constantly amazed of how, um, you know, God – brings things back and um, I was sharing a story the other day which you know it's a bit of a a, a random uh, story but I was sharing this with a friend and I said you know I didn't um, meet hubby or get married until I was my late 30s and I always um, was completely comfortable and at peace with thinking like I'm going to be single and then God kind of does this whole 360 on me and brings this love, beautiful man into my life and then the other thing is that growing up I you know how like little girls always think about oh what do I want to have at my wedding what my dress is going to be look, look like etc and I always used to think to myself I don't want to wear like a, a white lacy dress and I just want to wear something different but I didn't really know what different was mm-hmm. and so those, uh, th- yeah, so then later in my 30s when I met T and then we go to get married and I, um, you know, Tavita's a Fijian, so I got married in traditional Fijian, the costume, and it just, I was telling the friend the story the other day and I just reflected back I said to her, you know, even those small random things and we think, oh, gosh, I'm really silly or no one else would ever think that or um, that God's got that. And even those things, like I said, where we've come to a peace about it, I'd like I always thought I'd be single. Suddenly there's this 360 and you're like, excuse me, God, like haven't we sorted that out? Like, hello, what what are we doing in this issue again, this chapter? But And so, but that's how good our God is, you know, like um, he, he knows and he understands what our days are and 
there's, there's a journey that we have to go through and that's what's exciting about knowing him and being in relationship with him, how he can lead us and can guide us. Yeah, so true. Um, as I tend to do them, um, there's a bit of an echo. So what I'm going to do is just put you on mute, Marie, but I will unmute you just in case. There's Sometimes the internet can do, do this. But I remember because I've got a bit of a humorous relationship with the Lord. I can joke because he, he's knitted me in, you know, my mother's womb with a bit of sarcasm and joking and I'll bring that yeah. in. But I remember saying to him, why can't you just write it down? And then something just made me look because my Bible was kind of in the corner said, I did between the pages of Genesis right through to Revelation. But your job is to find the golden nuggets of where I'm speaking to you. Dive in there. And that's such a great reminder for all of us. It is written down, but all of us, um, it's, it's so important to, because to, our journeys are different, you know, isn't it? Our journeys are different. He's knitted mm. us the circumstances are different but something that you were talking about and I think it's a great reminder and and I found this in my life too sometimes the waiting or he is waiting for us to get to a stage where we've surrendered it because mm. he, now you've surrendered it to me and now I can give you what you desired because the desire wasn't in that thing but rather in me and when we know that we do it to his glory then he can bless us Mm. So what's better, the, the dream that you want or the dream that I've knitted in your heart, but if, if, if the focus is on that more than it is on me, then I'm not going to give you it because he also can see the, the, the trials and tribulations that may come with that because we often can't see mm. too. So I think that's a, a fantastic reminder for all of us. Sometimes in that waiting period is just seeing, you know, what are we going to do? Where are we going to put our trust? Because as entrepreneurs, that we do that, don't we? As we're talking about business, there are things that we need to do. And I had to come to a stage, Marie, and this might be for you too, is no is coming to a place where you knew, well, this is this is the areas that I need to work with. This is what I need to do. Because sometimes we do, well, Lord, you you go back and you do that. But it's actually no, you need to do that, and I can mm -hmm. play what you're doing and the action that you take. So mm -hmm. Talk about the one, the two, the five talents. Be faithful to use what's in your hand. For some of us, it's shrunk a little bit, you know, the marketplace we need to reevaluate. Let's talk about uh, this. Uh, this is a, another verse. I love many verses in the Bible. <laughs> uh, it's always hard to pick the favourite. <laughs> but there, There's certain favourites for certain situations, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. I like to put my hand to many things. And um, so I always remember my dad. My dad passed away um, September last year. But once or twice a year when I was um, yarning or talking with him, he'd say, Marie, so exactly what is it that you do? Like uh, working or a contract or you're in business or you're travelling somewhere? Or So dad forever in his days was confused as to what Marie was doing or who she was. So, I, so it's always, I always found it hard to explain myself in just one or two sentences. So I used to think, wow, I'm, I'm just extremely strange. And then one day I was, I was reading this verse and, uh, yeah, it talks about just being faithful with what's in your hand. So for some of us it's one, for some of it's two, and for some of us it's five talents. And we don't get to choose, you know, that. That's what God has gifted us with. And I... I found that scripture really redemptive in terms of I can be who I am. Like he's given me five talents and that's not said with any boast or with arrogance, but I can I can rise to that. So I can be, um, you know, multi-passionate. Um, 
and use all those different things that I love from business education to, to child advocacy to um, supporting particularly um, marginalised women to go into business. And as I have, again, come to that place of surrender and rest in that and not feeling like I have to justify myself to people, I just go with it and, and know that it's God that I answer to, not other people. I hope my pastor doesn't watch this, but he might do. But um, my pastor just sent me a, um, a message this week to say, oh, Marie, in our little interview slot we have on a Sunday, would you do that? And I said, oh, yeah, no worries. Anyway, he sent me the questions. <laughs> and one of the questions says, Marie, every time I speak to you, you seem to be doing a different job. Like, exactly what job? Um, what jobs have you done? And I just laughed out loud to myself. I thought, oh, my goodness. And that's someone who's known me three years. And I'm like, oh, dear. But, um, yeah, but now I can laugh at that and rest in that and thrive in that instead of trying to always shut down who I am. That's very much uh, me as well. I'm very much what I would call a multi-passionate too because you'll do something then you get bored or something great is there. But there's an invisible thread that um, often will tile those two together, which is us. And I think the ability that you are able to bring learnings and abilities and words of encouragement and insights because you've been able to see certain things. And I'm sure when you look back over your journey, the things that you are now supporting in, in your current roles or different roles, you're also drawing from previous experience. So you're able to give a depth and a width and even, um, you know, uh, spoken insights that you would never have been able to were it not for previous experience. Would you agree? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I draw on those experiences um, so much and just the privilege I've had to be able to um, work and be a part of and involved with different stakeholders and different uh, industries. Yeah, it does. It gives me that width and that depth in terms of insight that I can then, you know, bring into, you know, what what I'm doing now. So, like I said, I've, I've I mean, it's a, grow, it's a growing um, process, but learning more and more just to, to thrive in that and, not feeling that I've got to shut myself down or off in order to to please someone else or if they've got kind of another opinion or just throw back at you, you know, um, exactly what it is that you, that you do do. Like I'm answerable before the Lord. You know, I often, you'll often hear me talk about let your one thing be the one thing, but that is kind mm. of your thing, that multi-passion, <laughs> multi-potential. Yeah, that's cool. And for me, and, and you'll often hear me talk about let your one thing be your one thing, but for me, if I look back at my career, the career um, industry, I wasn't just doing resumes or just doing interview coaching. I was doing them all and learning different things and same with the in the business aspect. But mm. now it fits under the umbrella of kind of podcasting. And so for you, I'm sure that you would be able to, I mean, you're really supporting from the mindset, from practical and all of that, the holistic view, I think that's where you contribute, don't you? To, to yeah, that's right. So I'm very much about, I, I believe that God has called us to to be and to lead with our head and our heart. And I think sometimes we feel like we've got to be all hard and we're not used to, we can't use our brain or and vice versa. If you're using your brain, well, obviously, um, you know, there's a problem there because you could use your heart. But I very much, yeah, he, he has given us both our head and our heart to to lead with. And so I do bring that holistic approach into 
you know, whatever facet that I'm working with or, or person that I might be privileged to be walking alongside and just that place to champion and encourage. So I, again, that just draws from, you know, my early um, childhood and teen years where, you know, there was never much encouragement. It was always like I wasn't good enough or that what I, if I achieved something, then there was always something else to achieve. So I struggled around self-esteem and confidence. And so I love nothing more than just to encourage people, you know, because it's a, it's, a it's a harsh world out there, you know, and just to offer that word of kindness and encouragement to someone does so much for them as, as well as ourselves, you know. We're here to champion and encourage one another, not to pull one another down. Yeah, so true. Mm. You know, something talking about talents, we can often look at other people's talents with mm. And, and wish that, you know, we would have some strengths and talents. And I think in doing that, we actually are negating how we were created to be. And if we stepped mm. in exactly what speaks into what you're talking about, even the first point that we talked about, embrace who you, who you have been created to be, mm. when we recognise that there is an incredible gift in that that you can bring to the world. I mean, my mother has always said, well, I can't do much other than talk. But she listens and she talk and she talks and she's a really great networker. Um, I'm not, so I'm an introvert. So what I, I can quite ha happily sit back and let other people talk, unless of course I'm behind a microphone. Then, then it's <laughs> you know, just joking. But you know, and so I think often what we can do. So for people are thinking, well, I don't really know what my talents are, or sometimes. Mm -hmm. We may be looking now at a situation, well, what am I going to do in the future now? Because some of the things that I was doing have now been taken away. There is gold and there are insights in where you've been. And that can mm. often determine. And obviously, as we're Christian entrepreneurs, take it to prayer because the answer will often be sitting right there. Let's talk about the next point. You know, you say, and I love this, God has got it by bucketfuls. He's got it in bucketfuls. All he asks us to do is to do the possible and he will do the impossible. And I love the example that you gave you in the, the guest profile here, the, the five loaves and the two fish that fed 5,000. Actually, it fed more than that because I think it was, if I recall correctly, 5,000 with a man. That's right, yes. Men. So let's talk about this because this is this is the good stuff. <laughs> this is the really good stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, that script is really powerful. So you know, as as Jesus, you know, as as you know, lift up those loaves and fishes. You know, just how it multiplied and divided, and so um, and then it, it fed, as you said, the men and the women and the children, and then you know there were the bucketfuls, basketfuls left over. And so, again, over my journey, I've come to understand that because I, I seem to, um, you know, I take on big challenges and big projects and I get myself halfway in there and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't think I can do this. Like this you know, it's just too big, too huge. Marie, why didn't you just sort of go, we'll just do phase one. But no, Marie goes the whole way, 150%. God speaks to my speaks to my heart again just to come to that place of, of uh, rest in him that, all he wants us to do, all he wants me to do is to do the possible, that which I can feel I can do right at this moment, and then he'll do the impossible. So as I come to him with the resource that I have, the time I have, the talent, the effort, the networks that I have, and use those faithfully, then he's the one that will multiply and bring uh, the increase. So again, the, the challenge is also about 
giving it our best. Like I know I joke and say I do it at 150%, which is probably a bit excessive. But that's our possible and God's impossible on, you know, on top. It's yeah. just um, it's just incredible. And sometimes I just stand back in, in, in awe. Uh, one thing I'm uh, involved in at the moment is uh, not this week, but last week I was due to be in Uganda and I was going there to um, uh, to work with the church and to do a children's program. They run a childcare ministry of orphan and abused, neglected children. They've got about um, 200 children. And then the woman um, also wanted some um, just teaching and training around setting up a micro business. So uh, initially that was just going to be the woman from the church, but now it's expanded to other churches. And then we have COVID, so of course no international flights. So um, I needed to then create an online format. And there was to be a language translator, so the material got translated and then I've created, you know, some videos. So at the moment um, that's being shown in, to groups of about 10 to 20 women and over 250 women have participated in that over the last um, couple of weeks. And you're just like, wow, here I am in remote northwest Australia just doing what I could, which was share those business principles I know, create a video, um, a booklet because obviously I couldn't get on the plane and be there in person as I did the possible look you know what what he's doing and I'm going to be zooming with um, some of those ladies on the Sunday afternoon which I'm really excited about uh, so that's a very current yeah testimony yeah. of to that um, I, I God's got basketfuls left over Absolutely. And there's so many lessons in, in, in that that I have learned over the years too. But I just was rereading that particular passage just in one of the the, um, the studies that I've done either this week or last week. And when I read that, it, it basically said, you know, he took the bread, he looked up to the heaven, he asked for a blessing, and then he, he started to pass that. So what he didn't do is then go into doubt and fear. Well, what if God doesn't supply my needs? And what do I have to do? He just did it. But how many parameters and barriers do we put up? Or also... Mm -hmm at past experience too so mm. you know sometimes we can often then go in almost like this bargaining can't we well I did this and, and and so why isn't that being blessed and you know it's a good opportunity for us to reflect because sometimes you know we we also just need to sit and it said you know if you steward what you are given then yeah. you can to bless it and again um also, too, sometimes, and I've had some great feedback from other guests as well who have said that um, had I uh, achieved or received what I had been praying for back many years ago, I would be a very different person and probably been a very different person how I showed up. And I had one gentleman that I said, I know that I am a much better father, a much better husband. Wow. Disciple, because if I had been given that money, I would have assumed that it had come from me, but I realized that it hadn't. And so sometimes it's in the waiting because yeah. you just want to realize that I can bless you, but I'm just waiting for you to realize that actually it's not on your works. Yes, it's, you know, we've got to glorify him in what we do and bring excellent yeah. integrity. But yeah. if, uh, uh, you know, on the back of our championing and our doing, well, then, of course, that brings pride into it, doesn't it? So mm. 
such a valuable lesson. But what I love about that sometimes is that when you actually see him move and you realise that miracles are happening around you, sometimes in the most simplest of things, when you start Mm. to recognise that, Mm -hmm. it can actually become well, when I say fun, but it's you you realize that your your expectations just blossom because you realize, look, if it's his will, it's gonna happen anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've got to that's right. And um yeah. And I love that you the the verse, and I think this is one that's often uh quoted as well, you know, Luke eighteen, twenty seven, the things that are impossible with man are possible mm. with God. And I've heard stories from people that and this is just wonderful. We are now in a in an environment where economies are shattered. Every single foundation had that we know of has been shattered. And I'm thinking this is this is fantastic because it's often when things just turn to S H I T that the Lord can step forward and go, well, now can you can I can can you let me do what I just know that I do well? So I cannot wait. So, uh, you know, if people put their trust, obviously, because we we need to 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 be mindful about what what we've been shown in the Bible of how we need to move forward, um, that economies, you know, businesses and even in countries that I've heard that there were um, incredible things that would just came apparent when they put their trust, you know, yeah. even yeah. in the Bible stories. So I think that's where we're all of us, even, you know, Christian entrepreneurs and Christians who may be sitting, well, what's been going on now? Well, guess what? Now is a great platform been leveled now we can really see where miracles can start happening but we've got to believe don't we yeah that's right that expectation faith yeah Yeah. absolutely so marie tell us how can we find out more about you and actually while you're doing that i'm just gladys is here gladys nice to see every twist and turn can count absolutely agree it's sure (laughs) sure how can people get in contact with you marie um, uh, sure. So uh, uh, probably the, the main way would uh, be through my um, website, which is just my full name, um, .com, and then my various other business ventures and, and websites are, are shown through there. Uh, but you, your social media, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, etc., and also welcome to reach out via email as well. So, yes. And, of course, um, for those of you who are uh, listening to the audio version, all of the contact details for Marie will be in the show notes. And, of course, this is episode 314. So, Marie, what would be one last insight that you would want to share? And then we'll finish off, Alf, with a word of prayer. What would be one mm-hmm. last Just that place, and I know I've said it a few times, I, I think, today, but Resting in him, leaning leaning really hard into the Lord, particularly at these times, because that anxiety and that fear and that worry, it, you know, like I've got family spread all over the world. I've got um, friends going through difficult situations. I feel like, um, you know, up here, like our borders are closed in WA. So in the, uh, you know, everything's just become so small, but it's lifting up our eyes to him and knowing that, he is well able and, you know, his peace that surpasses all understanding can flood our hearts and minds just as we cast our cares upon him because he does care for us. And as we rest in that, then his peace comes. And we've got to be in our economy, uh, in our work roles, whatever that might be, with uh, that uh, peace in our heart and um, taking peace where we go. 
instead yeah. of the chaos that we can see around us. So I think that could be our greatest testimony in this hour, to rest in him and to, to walk in peace um, through our day and those things that we get involved with and the, the people that we would talk to. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Can I say a prayer for you, Marie? Mm. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that we had today to be able to speak to Marie and hear her testimony and uh, just the Bible verses and the insights that you, she shared. It now is such an important time, especially as we uh, remember that your word is uh, the truth. Your word is that double-edged sword. And Father, mm. we're in a time worldwide that we've never experienced before. But we know as your children, and this is available for anyone who calls on your name and who seeks you, this is available to all people, that um, it doesn't matter whether the whole world is crumbling, where economies are crumbling, where even some of the solid foundations that we've put our hope and trust and built on is nothing. Um, when we compare it to the Christ, the rock, the foundation, the cornerstone, mm -hmm. you have economies of scale, heavenly economies of scale, yes. market place champions who've got insights that have been delivered from you that can roll that out. So, Father, when we just do know, trust you, come back to you, do mm. what is Bible so that you can start to speak through that so that we can collaborate and come up with incredible ideas that uh, we know that you can certainly bless and take what's possible to even things that uh, to us just seem impossible. Father, yes. to be able to do that, we also need to know where do we need to put our focus on. And so it's often the distraction and the doubt and the discouragement um, of the world and then the news, Father, we know we've got authority in Christ to speak over that. So I just want to pray that we bind and that we break the spirit of, Jesus. of anxiety yeah. and worry and anxiousness. You have no place. You have no place here. You have no place over our families yeah. and even churches and the ministries that maybe feel that they are not doing any impact. Well, we know that through the technology that we have available, we can speak and we can speak truth and we can speak love and we can speak support uh, yeah. over we just want to pray over Marie and her family and um, children and just and, and the people that she is working with, that um, you'll continue to bless them, give insights, Lord. And, of course, what uh, Marie was sharing, that, you know, the knowledge and the peace that only comes through Jesus, a, a mm. peace that just, yeah, it really surpasses all understanding. May we also have that and, um, you know, that the decisions that we make and uh, uh, everything that we do continues to glorify you because when we mm. do, that is when you can step forward and do your best work. So, Father, mm. we ask you, um, yeah, to continue to, to bless us as we move forward. And we ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Mm. Um, there we go. I like shaking up some of those, some of the things. My, some of my colleagues who don't really, who may not know, it's, what's she doing? Well, this is what I love when, when I get to geek out on business and, and uh, speak about my best friend, and I know that you do too, Marie. So thank you yeah. so much. Love thank the work you. that you're doing and um, so excited to hear about, you know, what's happening over in uh, overseas. Country Guana, is, was it Guana that you were saying that? Uganda. Uganda, uh, which yeah. is so needed and what an absolute blessing to be able to be a blessing to them and mm. be able to do that with technology because that's, that's right. so many more people than I'm sure had it, had it been done face-to-face -face could have done. Mm. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Emery.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.